Yo, yo, yo. Welcome, welcome to another episode with Ignite the Spark Within Podcast. I'm your host, Sebastian Hernandez, and I am here to empower world-class leaders like yourself to create a life on your own terms. On these podcasts, we will be exploring the mysteries of self-mastery, shamanism, mysticism, conscious sexuality, and overcoming depression and anxiety. We'll be interviewing some of my very own tribe members from around the world and share some of our personal stories. We'll be discovering and implementing tools and strategies for living a more fulfilled life. So join me on this journey of self-discovery and let's ignite that spark within together. A little bit about your host. I am a U.S. Navy veteran, served in the USS Ronald Reagan, was shaman apprentice, an international self-mastery coach, author, and conscious sexuality facilitator. Now, my mission is to support and empower world-class leaders like yourself, reminding you of the impact that you're meant to make in this lifetime. So if you want to learn more, if you bout that life, stay tuned for today's episode. Season one. Episode number 40, Exploring Conscious Sexuality, Healing Journeys, and Personal Expansion with Jessica Blanchard. All right. Welcome. Welcome to another week with Ignite the Spark Within. I'm your host, Sebastian, and today we have another special guest. Now, this young woman, incredible, amazing woman, she, I actually got the opportunity to meet her almost 10 years ago. Yeah, this was before. This was before my leap and going into discovering my spiritual path. So she got to she got to meet a different version of me. And and throughout the years we've been able to kind of stay in touch, but it wasn't until just recently like a year ago that she found me through, through uh TikTok and it was it was like reuniting and reconnecting and it's been a beautiful interaction since. We've been able to work a lot of on different modalities and just communicate and I'm actually in her house currently in San Diego. And so I was like, well, how about we just jump on a podcast and actually talk about our journey and what you've been going through specifically around conscious sexuality. So you guys know that a lot of the work that I do is not just around self-mastery, but also around conscious sexuality and how to really be able to master ourselves, the foundation being our root chakra and will conscious sexuality being our sacral. And then moving up to our solar plexus, which is our willpower. And so obviously there's a lot of healing that can happen when we're looking at our, 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 our relationship to sexuality. So no further d- d- delay. I'd love to be able to introduce you guys to the one and only Jessica Blanchard. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And it's a divine intervention, Steve, that we were reconnected last year. So oh, beautiful. So Jessica, so you are a San Diego marketing professional. You help mm-hmm. businesses really just expose their their talents, their gifts, their services. You're also a proud single mama. Yeah. And you are currently like really navigating and expanding yourself in this whole realm of conscious sexuality. Mm-hmm. So I guess we can start off with like, what is conscious sexuality to you? What does that even mean? Well, conscious sexuality is something I'm still on this journey of learning and discovering, you know, through you and through our tribe. But for me, it's really coming back to myself and what is it that 
I need to be present to mm. be discovering who I am as a sexual being and sexual energy. What are my boundaries? What are my desires? What are, you know, how can I use sexuality to just really heal through, you know, the traumas that I've been through, but also just rediscovering that sense of presence. And I love that, right? Because it's, it's bringing awareness. To, well, I guess, let me ask you, have you actually thought about that prior? Like, have you thought about that in your young years or like, like really like considering like, what is conscious sexuality or am I conscious around my sexuality? I guess the question is, at what moment did sexuality go from just this thing that you have sex to like, oh, wait, like this is sacred. Honestly, it's never been like that for me. I mean, mm. growing up, I was very, developed sexually pretty early like so I was at a time and I was a teenager in the 90s where everything really fell over sexualized from the music to the culture to the energy I was exposed very early on I was you know getting attention very young so for me sadly my sexuality was developed as a way to it, it became almost like to the male gaze it was almost like you know, it became performative. Okay, this is what's getting me attention. This is what people like to see. This is how women are perceived sexually. Mm -hmm. And so from a young age, it was just really ingrained to me to, okay, like look a certain way, be a certain way, please the man and have fun doing so. But it was much more performative. It was, it wasn't sacred. Mm -hmm. And so it's really, it's really a new journey for me, even now in my 40s. You know, I was married for nine years and a more single relationship for, with that relationship for 12 years. But even before that, it feels just like, like I got swept up in that. You lose track of who you are and what your sexuality means. It's so it's something that I'm learning currently. Yeah. And I like to highlight because oftentimes how many people, even if you were to like, look at your friends, right? How many people do you know are in relationships that are sexless? Oh, right? so many. Yeah. And it's like, and now there's usually like this, this, this shame or this guilt of wanting to feel pleasure and then maybe being shamed, like, oh, like it's bad or like we're, we're in a different phase or like, once you're married, like it just, it's just supposed to die out. Like it's normal. Mm -hmm. And that's just really is not the case at all. Right. And so maybe you can share a little bit about what that journey been like for you. Like, so you were in this relationship, you were, maybe you can share a little bit about what that was like in the relationship and what happened after the relationship. Yeah. And in most of my relationships, even besides my, my husband, most of relationships, it's, it, again, it's, there was so much slut shaming back then. There was so much conformity and sexual experiences. So within my marriage, a lot of it was, again, wanting to please my husband, mm -hmm. wanting to get to an end goal. Yeah. Rather than the experience, it was first I do this, then I touch here, then we go there, and then we have an orgasm or he has an orgasm at least. And that was the most important thing to make sure he was pleased. I'm not sure why I had that in my mind. I think you know, in the early days of love and a relationship, you are, I was very eager to, to just please, right? And so sometimes as people pleasers get caught up in that. Later on, it becomes again, very routine, like, same thing, like it becomes your routine. This is what we do. 
And within routine comes disconnection. You're not present. Mm -hmm. Sometimes even eye contact would make me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And what do you, and that's pretty, I would say that's eye contact, especially in lovemaking, <laughs> right? Like, like I, I, I was just sharing with you that I did a, I did a workshop not too long ago. And this was the first time that I had two teens show up to my workshop. Right. Yep. And it was a great opportunity to like share with them. And it's like, look, how many of you guys are like, like you're sharing your body and you haven't even looked at the person in the eyes. And the girl kind of just like, like kind of like thought about it. Just like, yeah, you're right. Right. And the guy too, like, and then, so I gave them an exercise where they had to actually stare at each other for five minutes. They were so, they were like giggly. They didn't know what to do, but it's, there's, there's something there. There's a connection. So imagine if like before even getting to the point of penetration, you're actually having these in these intense eye gazing sessions. And then you start to realize, whoa, intimacy is more, it's happening way before we even take our clothes off. Yeah, that intimacy. And unfortunately, and I, and I think you said it again, there's been this programming and especially around women, because I hear this all the time where women have this idea that pleasure isn't for them. Mm -hmm. They're just there to please their man. Right. And there's this empowerment that starts to happen when women start to realize, wait, no, like a woman is worthy of her sex. A woman is worthy of her pleasure. None of this slut shaming, but rather like really connecting like, yo, that's your juice. That's your magic. Like women have the ability to be witches, right? And have that magic because of that sexual potency, right? And so again, being able to recognize that and recognize, oh, it's not just some performance that we have to do. Right. right. Like it's not just about putting on a show and like, all right, well then, and like you said, step one, step two, step three, and then orgasm and then lay back yeah. and just relax. Done. Right. Like yeah. done. And that could be anywhere from five minutes to maybe 30 minutes to an hour. Right. Right. Where now tantric work is like, wait, what? That's like the initiation. Like we're talking about three hours, five hours. Right. And so tell me a little bit more about that. So, all right. So you get out of this divorce and you start to start, you start recognizing like, all right, you need to be empowered around your sexuality. So what kind of happens? How to walk me through that? No, of course. And so in my marriage, I was trying to address some of those things. I felt that stirring. I felt that need. I was realizing that there needs to be more. And so I tried to initiate that with my husband. And unfortunately, it didn't work out. But after that, I did connect with you and you did, for some reason, I kept hearing Tantra on the back of my head. And so I started following some accounts or getting some books on Tantra. I was interest, interested in that back in the day, like 30 years ago. So when I connected with you and then you said you're also a Tantric practitioner, I was like, wow, this is crazy. So I was not ready to explore any of that yet, though. When you first came into san diego last december i was barely getting out of bed like i didn't want to move my body much like look at my body or like be in tune with my body i was so depressed i wasn't working out i was it was a, it was a really like cocoon period healing which i think is important because you have to go through yeah. all of the emotions absolutely so but then i started to really awaken that part of me and then having these experiences where i I met a very interesting partner that I was starting to slow down and focus on the way he would breathe me and the heat of his hand as it was just placed next to me or at the small of my back. 
or when he would whisper. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even, we hadn't even had sex yet, but it completely awoke all of my senses. Mm -hmm. And I just remembered and it, honestly, it drove me crazy. I was so, I was so stimulated by, by that. So this particular person, yeah, he really helped me come out of my shell in a way that I really just needed in my soul. And I, I want to I highlight something because you didn't say anything about the sex was great. Like the penetration was amazing. No, you said his presence, <laughs> right? The presence, the capacity to, to touch, to slow down, to breathe with you, to like show you the subtleties, the, the energetic subtleties, the, the touching, mm-hmm. the, 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 the smelling, right? All of these things that are so subtle. And yet often taken for granted when it comes to the interaction that happens when we're, when we're engaging in a sexually intimate space, right? Mm-hmm. So, all right. So you meet this gentleman, he starts to open you up and he starts to like really connect you to like all these wonders. And then what happened? Well, what ha- so then what happened? So I met him again, we didn't have sex, but we were in this really energetic, beautiful, yummy field, this force field. I go and I've start. I'm just continuing my healing journey. I go on a retreat for four days in Joshua Tree, a woman's retreat. I do lots of yoga, breath work, massage, sound bath, all sorts of healing, right? I had been doing that for the whole year. I've been healing. I've been not drinking. I've been focusing on more than just, you know, that sexual energy part, but I couldn't stop thinking about what I felt. And this was in May, continued to connect with that person. But then you came into town in June mm-hmm. and you said, Jessica, in fact, <laughs> would you like to work together? And this time I said, yes. And so, so through that, then we had, you were offering your tantric erotic massages for women, queen and the goddess. Mm-hmm. So I booked the queen with you. And I, I'm so glad I didn't kind of know what really look it up going into it. Or, I mean, you were really detailed in our discovery and asking questions and making sure that you knew what I was going through and what it was about. But I also was so open that it was just completely blew my heart all wide open. And I think there's a huge factor, right? There's the trust component, right? Because yes. it's, we can always agree that sexuality to any degree can be a bit vulnerable. Yeah. Right. And so, and inside of the context of the queen massage, it's really to start creating the basis of like, all right, well, what are your boundaries? All right. Like, where is there any shame? Is there any guilt? Is there anything that's blocking you from really owning your pleasure as a woman and really being in the presence? of a masculine that's not necessarily trying to forcefully penetrate, but rather is actually holding a container and a space for you to blossom. So maybe you can share a little bit about what that experience was like for you. Yes. I mean, even just the eye gazing when we started, I had never done that before. We did Mm. five minutes of eye gazing and it was just like, you provided just such a warmth and caring and just this masculine calm presence that I just felt so warm and so loved and so safe. And then we did a five minute hug, the heart to heart, heart to heart hug. And this is, I mean, it's just something that I wasn't doing enough, even 
in my relationships in general in life. And it's just so intimate and so healing just from your warm heart and your healing heart. It was, that's the perfect way to kick off just a healing session. And then it included everything. I mean, you just really allowed me to, you know, just kind of unravel over the course of the few hours, right? Like, I think I started out a little like, I don't know, maybe squirmy and tickly and you guided me, you know, you would tickle me a little bit on my skin and you say, instead of giggling and tightening, you said, breathe through that. Mm -hmm. Oh man, that's so powerful. Like there's so much power in that. So much power in that. And I've done that since instead because a giggle and may tickle, but a giggle and a clench is almost blocking a sensation exactly. and not allowing it to release the way it should. So once I started breathing through those sensations that you were giving me, it was orgasmic. It was like, oh, oh, wow. Wow. And so continuing to do that has allowed me to feel sensations more fully. So that was really a big takeaway for me that is just incredible. And you did breath work, which is just now a really fundamental, a fundamental part of, you know, my practice, but it really helped to get me into my body mm-hmm. and out of my head. I was in my head and you, you were very, like everything that you did with your session was very methodical. Like, you know, starting to just help me bloom from where it was in the beginning of the session and my comfort level just grew from there. And we were able to just have this amazing experience where I just feel like I just opened up all my senses, my heart, understanding. You said, remember who you are. We did visualization, affirmations. And yeah, it was truly transformative for me in a way that's really hard to explain with words. But I can say that the way that you built it up and the container of safety, just trust and sensuality and masculine energy you provided was just a beautiful place to float in, in my feminine. And I think that that really goes to, to highlight something that's very critical. And it's that oftentimes sexual energy is usually looked at through a lustful lens. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's like it's lustful. It's like, you know, if we look at it through the religion lens, it's sinful. Right. And so we have all this negativity that's usually attached to sexuality, which then attaches shame and guilt and just the repression and just blockages. And yeah. And here we're talking about, wait, 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 wait. What if we look at that same component that's often gated and we look at it from another lens, which is the healing component that sexuality can bring the, the sexual energy that can be elevated to elevate, to heal, to transcend, to raise to higher states of consciousness. Yeah. That instead of depleting, it actually fills you up. Mm-hmm. That by the time we're done with the session, you're not like, all right, I'm ready for bed and just relax. You're like, fuck, I'm ready to conquer the world. Like you're <laughs> like, you have been ignited. Right. Yeah. And there's part of that. So, all right. So you get this experience. You, you start to like really connect to your power as the feminine goddess and feminine queen that you are. And then shortly after, I invite you to have another session. Oh, yeah. 
Yes. Yes. And, and this session, we have we have one of my mentors and close friends, brother, Mr. Destin, right? And so we have Destin and we're like, yo. And so Destin and me, we're talking and I'm like, all right, man, I need some support with some expanding on my skill set. He's like, yeah, absolutely. Let's let's do a let's do a session. And so I invite you over. And so we ended up having what was initially a training session that was supposed to last like two hours. Ends up lasting about eight, almost nine, nine hours. <laughs> so go ahead, if you want to go ahead and share a little bit about that experience. Well, when you invited me to this experience, I was like, okay, hell yes. Mm-hmm. After our session, yes. I want to learn. I want to be involved. Like, this is incredible. This is pure magic. When I go to that session, me, you, Destin, and another woman that you invited training for you for energetic orgasm. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it would be an hour or two as well. It was just a really beautiful way that you set the container. We talked about our fears. We talked about our boundaries, why we are here. We talked about a lot of things. I think for about an hour to really set a safe space. What I loved about this this setting was that you and Destin said, no performing. Mm -hmm. This is... For you, we don't want you to do anything for us. This is receiving. We don't want you to, if you go wild, great. If nothing happens, great. Mm -hmm. Like releasing all expectations, taking all that stuff out. That was, that right there was what allowed me to fully experience what I was experiencing. Because again, in my history, it's been performative. Or, oh my gosh, if I get too loud and crazy, like, you know, I'm going to hear about it. Like, you don't want to be a script. You don't want to be this. You don't want to be that. Like, you want to be just sexy enough or, right? So it was so liberating to have that same space where nothing will be talked about. You don't have to perform and no expectations. You are safe. Then we had some plant medicine ceremony, which I was apprehensive about cannabis, but you talk through my relationship with cannabis. And I actually, it it really made the experience, I think, much more free flowing. And then once you started, and you started with the energetic, I guess, playing with our energy, I felt completely like I was in another galaxy. My whole body, I felt was covered in stars. So we have this incredible experience. We've now, what was supposed to be two turns into nine hours. And this obviously just opens up the floor, opens up the gates for you to like really become this expansive goddess, like really connected to your sexuality. And so obviously I go, I go back to Colombia, mm-hmm. but you continue to do this work. Like you really like full <laughs> throttle, like all in, like you're, you're in it. Right. And so maybe share a little bit how what happens after that? Like, how does your expansion like really come up? Well, I must say, I mean, it went on for nine hours and we didn't, none of us expected that. But you and Destin were really tapping into our energy. And I think we were responding to it. So it was this feedback loop. And it was so incredibly awakening that I told you afterwards of the sensations I was having. And you mentioned that it's like a Kundalini awakening. Mm -hmm. And I felt this Kundalini awakening. I felt this energy just spiraling up my spine often Mm. for 
And I, it was just exhilarating. It was like, it was like when you trail your fingers up my spine, but it was just happening on its own. And so this awakening really was just a move. I moved through the world differently. I was dancing differently. My body was fluid. I was connecting with people on such a juicier level, just like looking at them and I'm exhilarated and I'm effervescent. And I'm like, do you feel that? Like, I felt like I was even moving a snake. <laughs> you talking right now. You got my Kubalini all activated. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like activated. I was touching even in a non-sexual way. My friend, my son. I would touch people differently because of the touch and feeling touch I received from you and from Destin. And then Destin asked, you know, if we could be lovers. So I became his new lover. And that just really expanded my world into just playing in ways I'd always fantasized about, but hadn't experienced. So playing with Shibari, you know, getting tied in that really safe, stimulating smooth rope and just experiencing that surrender and i went to a play party for the first time and i was in front of people and with groups and expressing my sexuality and you know fulfilling all these fantasies with people watching me and loving it and i'm loving being watched <laughs> yes <laughs> and another safe yeah. container that was also very intentional of a play party yeah. And so obviously that like that's like black and white from uh, you just leave this divorce like you've been repressing yourself, you've been holding back, you don't even know what it means to really let loose and like experience your sexuality. So now all of a sudden you're doing play party, being recorded, filmed in front of groups of people like fully expressing yourself like that is transformation. That is owning your sexuality. Well, I'm curious, what can you, what message can you give to maybe other women that can probably be, that can relate to you where you were at the beginning, where you were probably in a relationship that you weren't really being honored, where your sexuality wasn't being honored, where yeah. you possibly didn't even know how to honor your own sexuality. Mm -hmm. Like what message can you leave to someone like that now knowing what you know? I mean, coming out of this and still going through this experience and this expansion, it's not stopping, right? It's yeah. just, I am growing so much as a woman and as a mom and as a friend in every single way. So I want women to know like your sexuality is not just for you or your sex life. And a lot of times as moms and wife, we think we put that last, mm -hmm. we put ourselves last, or we think, Ugh, it's just sex. My ex even told me I divorced him just for orgasms. Mm -hmm. It's so much more than orgasms. It's yeah. life. It is your life energy, your life force that well, how you can go out into the world and give. Mm -hmm. And like you said, we have that magic and, and it needs to really be free for us to just not only be free, but for those in our tribe to just thrive as well. It is the power that really ignites and activates us. And I will say, I know so many of my friends are in sexless marriages or are in robotic relationships. And you don't have to get a divorce like I did to ignite that. Just oh, yeah. make sure you are seeking, you know, these types of tantric and energetic healing modalities. I mean, I was not, I'm not necessarily a cynic, but I, 
I can speak to it from like full experience. I was not expecting this to work so well. Like this works. It works faster than the whole year of other healing that I did. It was just, it accelerated everything. Mm. And I think it, it is because it's so hands-on and it is because it's so deep and primal. You know, don't stop doing yoga. Don't stop doing the, the breath work, but it's something that needs to be focused on your sexual energy. Mm. And that is okay to mm. give yourself permission. Yeah. And then we start to realize that all these things are actually intermingled. Right, like mm-hmm. breath work, yoga, like mm-hmm. there's a reason for it. Like now imagine when you in- incorporate yoga into your lovemaking and then you yeah. incorporate breath work into your lovemaking. And then all of a sudden you're combining all of these modalities yeah. that individually have been able to work like meditation in your lovemaking. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, how do you meditate while you're making love? Are you kidding me? Like that is transcending. When you are in the lotus position with your partner and you guys are just breathing together and fall into this incredible trance where you literally dis- dis- disintegrate together and it's just two souls merging. It's not even the physical body. And you can't have that just having basic regular sex. You can't. It's, it's, and so this is why I talk. A lot of people, when, when they start to experience tantric, the energetics of sexuality, it's like it's hard to go back to just regular fucking mm-hmm. like it's just not the same mm-hmm. and so when you get to expand on that that's really the magic and so jessica i really want to to acknowledge you for your work for your commitment to yourself right because it took commitment to you first so that then you can be this expansive powerful woman and heal because you have this light about you and i've shared this with you before oftentimes as men we need these women that are empowered around their sexuality to help us understand the power of sexuality mm. you see it doesn't always hurt it doesn't always help to have a woman that's fully submissive like sometimes we need a woman to be like no like that's not gonna fly <laughs> like what you mean and what we doing and it's like no hold on we're gonna we're gonna wait <laughs> right and so this is slow down yeah it's like slow down and it's Look like i want to have sex well then you can redirect yeah. it's like well yes but let's look at each other let's stare let me touch your heart let me see. Let me put my hand over your pelvis. Now, I'm not going to touch you, but I'm going to just enough, just close enough. And let me start building that tension. And let me start to actually grow, mm-hmm. right? And that's what you get to now add to the add to the table where you now get to the more empowered you are, the more you get it to be an impact and help for others. Mm-hmm. And not just for men, but then the, for the women in your life, the women that you can be an example for, that you can empower, mm-hmm. that can be dealing with some type of shame or guilt. And you're like, nah, I've been there. And look, now what's possible. You start having like spasms in front of people <laughs> just from all this sexual energy, right? But that's that's what now becomes available. So yeah. Jessica, again, thank you so much for taking the time to jump on here. I know that you could have been doing anything else, but this is something that obviously you find value in because you've seen yeah. it firsthand, right? You've seen the impact of healing our sexual traumas, healing our sexual limitations and doing the work. Thank you. Jessica, is there anything else you'd like to share with the with the audience before we close out? Just take the leap. I mean, I was at the part, I was at a part of my life where I was, I didn't have time for this, Mm. quote unquote. I didn't have time. Like, how am I gonna do this? How am I gonna put myself? There's so much going on. Take the leap. Believe in the healing and release and surrender and trust. And thank you for sharing your gift with me. Thank you for the trust to allow me to share my gift. So thank you. Thank you. So for everyone that's listening, thank you for tuning in. 
This is another one of our episodes specifically around conscious sexuality. I hope you found value in this episode. If you'd like to know more about this with the tantric massage or any of the work that we've been doing, you can always find the link in the description. And by no means are you stuck. So please remember, you have access to power. You can connect to your power. You can connect to this divine force that's available to you. That's yours to, for the taking. But you have to remember that it's yours for the taking. And so therefore, it's you have to do the work, right? And so and sometimes we just need a reminder that it's available for us, right? And that there doesn't have to be stuck with shame and guilt and sexless, sexless lives, but we can actually be these incredible beacons of healing through our sexuality. So thank you for tuning in this week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you guys are having an incredible week. And I will see you next week on our Ignite the Spark Within podcast. Boom!